0: Hey, Drew, I haven't had the chance to play the new Smash DLC yet, but I see you're playing Smash, so uh, who's the new character? Ah, well, it's the hero. Uh, The hero of what? The hero of time? No, it's the hero of slime. Oh, Oh, those those sneaky devils. Oh, wasn't that a bit cheeky? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cheeky.
1: What's up everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast backed by 120 Power Star Rating, and the doors to episode 109 are open. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me as always is my beautiful BD, it's Bryce DeWitt.
0: Oh, we're almost at 110.
1: We are, yeah. Holy crap. 110, is is that the special number for you? Is no, that...
0: no, no, no. I mean, like, that's 10 numbers off of uh, 120 yeah so, well, you're not wrong there's uh one hundred and twenty power stars right there you yeah, able to get on top of the castle see that see the uh Yoshi the polygon of yoshi you know mm. the good old one
1: yeah did it take when you were a kid did it take you over two years to get all one hundred and twenty power stars in mario sixty four or yeah, probably i wasn't probably. I wasn't really a completionist back then so mm. you beat you beat Bowser for the third time you're like oh, i'm good <laughs> I'm fine yeah. do i have to get 100 coins on every level nah. no i'm good yeah some it's of so those good. levels were awful to get the 100 coins like yeah i quite like i always go back to bob on battlefield i'm like i'm gonna get 100 coins just to get the uh, like the one-ups and stuff but yeah like uh, the the magic carpet and all that was awful
0: yep yes it was that yeah. was awful the rainbow ride yeah
1: yeah yeah terrible nah and that sunken ship one. one oh boy if you're going back to Mario 64, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. No, <laughs> go and get that stuff. That's just a hard level in general.
0: Yeah, it's an annoying level. Mm. Sincerely annoying.
1: Mm. I mean, the Smash Bros. Uh, level on it isn't too flash either. No, it's not. No, yeah, definitely not fun. So, why are we talking about Rainbow Ride? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> uh, this week on the show, we've been playing a bit of Fire Emblem Three Houses. We've got new Smash characters and DLC, and uh, much more. So we'll start off with Fire Emblem Three Houses, Bros. We've been playing it a fair bit over the weekend. Yep. And it yep, started right. this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of it? How's it going? Well, so
0: as as you know, I got on my little Fire Emblem kick mid this year. Yeah. So I was I was prepped and ready to go, ready to play some more Fire Emblem. Um I'm I'm pretty impressed with it so far. I think I think the thing that grasps me most about it at the moment is that um social interactions with your actual characters are so much more vast than previous games at least i feel that's the way it is um like being the position you're in being a professor and uh going day by day with the lessons and all that and like who you're going to focus on and then being able to do things with students and teachers like go go singing or tea party or (laughs) you know just little stuff like that and then cultivating your own garden and just running around garrig mark in general is like you know it's great mm. honestly um i feel like i'm kind of i'm re- i'm really glad they they still have the weapon triangle there to some degree um but it's only in the form of skills so now the game is much less based on swords beats swords beats axes axes beat lances lances beat swords Mm. it's it's no longer that at all um it's more focused on how you raise your character and what you do with them um if your character uh yeah your characters are smart so if they feel like they want to go a particular route they'll approach you and you know push on and yeah I i feel like that's the biggest thing that's caught me in this game so far is the character interaction um the only thing that I have bad in that is that uh, I feel like the characters aren't as memorable as some of the other
1: ones that I've played mm. I is, feel like they're a little more generic yeah I guess we haven't um like played way through the game just yet though no we haven't no yeah. but like
0: um I, I know that at least in uh, Awakening I'd already built like f- for the same amount of time that I've played I'd already built like a a shit ton of knowledge on these characters and mm they have become memorable and stained in my mind and you know um, but I haven't got that so far with this I mean we'll see where it goes but um, that's not to say that it hinders hinders the experience too much it does exactly what it means but it just means like um, like I might get to the end of this game and I might go oh yeah uh, there's that character that exists I can't remember their name <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I feel like I don't I don't have that sort of relationship with Fire Emblem Awakening with Fire Emblem Awakening I kind of just remember most of them if not all
2: hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'm the same way. I haven't. I haven't put a whole lot of time into it just yet. I'm just like, like at the five hour mark, pretty much. But yeah, I can't remember any of my sort of classmates just off the top of my head just yet. Yeah. Um. But you know, when you get the twenty hours and that, you might you might like really like some people and really hate some other people and all that. But I guess just going into the houses, what house did you choose? Black Eagles. Black Eagles? Yeah. yeah. And I thought I was going to choose the Black Eagles, but I got sort of hung up between the Black Eagles and the Blue Lions. I'm like, ah. Oh. And I ended up going Blue Lions. I could have easily gone either side, but it's just the fact that, like, I'll, I'll get something different to Bryce when we can sort of, like, talk about we'll our experiences and the differences and all that.
0: Yeah, and obviously we'll talk about it more uh, as we've played more. Um, I think, like, the biggest the biggest thing is that as they've said, each, play- each playthrough can take, you know, 80-odd hours. Mm. Um, I-, I don't know how much of that holds true. That could be true. That could not be true. Don't really know. So, I mean, we'll just go down the pipeline, see how it goes, I guess. But I've yeah.
1: seen no one on Twitter come out and be like, I've finished it yet, so I think uh, mm. it's definitely a long game. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, it's 100% a long game. I just like... I think I think the definition of long depends on what you define your game as. Like, yeah, at least at least at least when I'm running around Garrick Mark and stuff like that, I'm always like looking to find uh, little activities to do, like fish or whatever, or mm. go and check the the confessional box for notes. And
1: yeah, you're always taking your time, sort of, when you're getting around. Well, yeah. we,
0: here's here's the thing: is with this game and with Garrick Mark Monastery in general. Um, I it it really embraces that feel of like there was always <laughs> in Persona Five there was always that loading screen always had the loading icon it was take your time mm. and it made sure like it made that visible at every step that it could without being too jarring. This is very much the same. It's like take your time and make sure you you choose your decisions right. Yeah, like right, and you you know you sort of work on it on a level where you're understanding everything that's going on around you because while I'm not up to the point yet, I'm going to assume that it's going to get to a point where there is no return and it's going to be very hard to go back on the decisions that you've already that you've already made mm. and like who you've tried to really focus on and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I don't know whether there's going to be character deaths or betrayals or whatever or anything like that. But with these characters that you're working on, there could be that.
1: Mm, sure
0: you don't know like so i feel like that sort of embraces the same feeling as what it what it is in persona 5 take your time make sure you you're sort of working on what you want to work on and make sure you build the best experience you can so yeah it's i I think like that's the thing i'm focusing on at the moment i think i'm on 20 hours yeah you know so um i've still got a lot to go i'm up to chapter seven i think so Yeah. yeah still got time
1: yeah, so it's, okay. it's time.
0: I <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many chapters there are in the game in total.
1: Twenty five. I've got no idea. I'm just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying like the presentation of all the cutscenes and just the uh, the general the graphics in general. I know like the, they're not like the most impressive graphics out there, but yeah. I think they are enough to draw me in more than past Fire Emblem games. Yeah. Like I've said in the past that you know it's the sort of. Uh, the turn-based strategy of, like, you know, the grid-based sort of combat, that doesn't really draw me in as much as, say, like, a normal turn-based game. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, playing, like, the couple of battles I've played, I'm, like, I'm not drawn into that as- aspect as much as I would like to be. Yeah. Like, I lo- I just want it to capture me and bring me right in. But I think all of the other stuff, with the presentations, the cut scenes, the, uh, just the characters in general, I think that's what's going to really draw me in. Um, If, if you want... Here's a bit of a pro tip because it's something I didn't realize
0: until like further in. Mm. Um, when you're on the battlefield, if you press plus a couple times, you'll find yourself in full range movement mode. So you oh, can I did move, hear about that, yeah, yeah. You can move around
1: with your army and sort of
0: do it that way. It sort of puts you in the per- perspective picture a little bit more.
1: Yeah, it might immerse me a bit more if I prefer like third person yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. I'll give that a try next
0: battle. And I mean, uh, with the with the news we'll talk about soon. Anyway, it, you can see where that all fits in. Um, through who's actually made a lot of this game? Yeah. Um, they have got like that sort of architecture there. You can tell when you're wa- uh, running around Garrick Mark, uh, the stylus this has come from. Um, you can feel like just the movement. My, my, when my, you think about it, yeah. My question, my major question is going to come when once we actually talk about the article. But um, I feel like. You know, with this game getting what it, the the scores that it's getting, like ninety three to you know nine point five or you know all that sort of stuff, um, like I feel like I've got a long way to go, but I'm in for a hell of a ride. So mm. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk too much about it. But when when the time comes and like I've made my th- first playthrough, I really want to have like a good discussion about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, do I. Yeah. But, we'll, do, we'll we'll probably eventually do like a, a sort of half review, half spoiler cast type of little we'll deep dive into the game yeah I think so too yeah. whenever that happens it might be six months from now so <laughs> I don't know how long this game is but <laughs> well uh, yeah it won't I mean, be that It won't be that long just yeah
0: you, you've got to try to finish this one before Pokemon
1: yeah oh before Pokemon Gotta hope so
0: yeah you you got to finish <laughs> it before Pokemon because once Pokemon comes out you like I, I know I know that we don't have the most positive outlook on Pokemon at the moment but i will be I'll
1: be playing a lot of Pokemon that'll absorb our time yeah yeah that's exactly right well, So even before then I'm really excited for Dragon Quest XI S coming to Switch that's yeah. that's one of my most anticipated games and that's September and yeah. uh, the next big uh first party release is Astral Chain which is the end of uh end of August, August yeah so. it's 28 days away yeah so you know they're pumping out games nintendo like there's this is this is going to be the second half where it's just loaded oh yeah like yeah. i bought um Marvel uh Ultimate Alliance 3 i was really keen to play it but that week i couldn't get i literally could not get to it didn't play it and now Fire Emblem's out which is just a huge time sink yeah yeah like, I, I just ha- I haven't even played it yet no and no. I
0: see it right there on your switch you've got it you've got it right there on your screen it's like yeah. right in the corner yeah yeah right in the corner like away from like let's the two tight the, the four titles on your screen right now are smash fire emblem oninaki and Taiku no tatsujin. And then Ultimate Alliance is half cut off on the other end of the screen. Man. Shows me that you haven't been playing it.
1: I haven't been playing it, no. 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 And obviously I spent 80 bucks on it so I do want to play it and it will get played. It will get played eventually. Yeah, that's just, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's another one of those because at the moment I've just got that real itch just to level up characters. Mm-hmm. So Fire Emblem is really good for that. Oh yeah, yeah, for Marvel sure. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is really good for that. Yeah. Uh, we've got Dragon Quest and Pokemon which, which are going to be fantastic for that. Yeah. Uh, I think in Asheville Chain, you can, I don't know if you level up, but you do gain experience where you can put into skill trees for your uh, arsenals. Yeah. So, that'll be good for that. There's going to be a lot to scratch my itch. Oh, yeah, for there's, sure. There's going to be a lot. Yeah. And I wish they were there like a month or so ago because I was like really just scratching and I was bleeding, but that nothing was, nothing was really there. satisfying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, oh well, Fire Emblem's here now. Actually, that's what I was doing with Pokemon Let's Go. I was just <laughs> chaining chances. I just had to level up something, Bryce, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Oh, well, Fire Emblem's here now. Concentrate your focus into yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I am when I'm playing my Switch. Good. Good. Yeah. Apart from Smash today, which we'll get into. I've been playing a bit, of, obviously, but a bit of Smash. Ob-
0: obviously, yeah. But yeah, um,
1: I think I think for now, was
0: the general consensus from both of, both of us is Fire Emblem's really good.
1: Yes. I mean... At the 30-hour arc, uh, arc uh, mark, it might be rubbish. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I but don't, I don't think it will be. No, I don't think it will <laughs> be.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be pretty consistent all throughout. So far, that's what my gut is telling me anyway. Mm. Um, but it's pretty good so far, and I think we'll talk about it more next week. Obviously, reviewers had this in their hands for two and a half to three weeks before reviews even came out, mm. which already tells me enough that us talking about it now, not even a week later, probably not you know we're not going to put all our thoughts on the table we'll wait till
1: we're done no, of course not yeah. you know uh, so. I think everyone else is in the same boat like you know of course like, I think people would have put maybe 30 hours max. Like, you put 20. Probably the next person who might have had a couple of days off or something would have put 30. Uh, they would beat them people that just like, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to binge the fuck out of Fire Emblem and beat it in three days. Mm. And they probably did. But, you know. Well, going back to Pokemon X and Y when that came out, when we all caught up. We like, binged it in a day. <laughs> well, well, I almost did. I played it for 17 hours in one day. Yeah. And it got to 4 o'clock that morning. and I'm like... I better go to bed I didn't actually want to go to bed I wanted to keep playing but I just like right, it's 4 o'clock man yeah Yeah, go to bed Mm. you fool I wish every game uh, I obsessed that much Mm -hmm. well maybe not it might affect my life pretty negatively if I'm like that (laughs) (laughs) probably but yeah um, yeah We'll be talking about, it, talking about it more next week, more than likely. So. Yeah, so we
0: actually got a fair few... Well, not a fair we few. will talk about the news
1: around it, though. Yeah, yeah. we've got a, a few articles based around Fire Emblem Three Houses. So, first of all, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses was primarily developed by Technocoate. Um, now, I was going to read through this, but Bryce, you said you'll yes, a bit of a limited time here for the podcast tonight. Um, that's right. So, I can, I can sum it up for you very nicely. I do it for me, man. Sum it up for me. And if you would like to read the snippet on My Nintendo News, the article will be linked in the show notes if you would like to go and read the thing. For sure. And they, ha- they have a link to the Famitsu interview as well. That's so. right.
0: So, um, the, the general consensus is that Intelligent Systems, the guys that usually make Fire Emblem, lended a team to Koei Tecmo. So, they had, they had a team to work with them on a Fire Emblem game and that's, that's how they ran it. Now, Koei Tecmo obviously did most of the work, which is huge because obviously we see a lot of, we see a lot of support from Koei Tecmo uh, in the forms of like them porting their old games and new games like Fire Emblem uh, Warriors and stuff like that. And I guess, I guess Nintendo or even just Intelligent System were just like, you know what? These guys could probably do something really neat with this game in their hands. And obviously Koei Tecmo, um, they developed the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms series, which is obviously... Uh, been a huge um, strategy RPG ever since the 80s, late 80s. Yeah. Um, so, putting it in their hands was like a stupidly smart idea. Like, it, it's definitely not um, definitely not unwarranted. They know what they're doing with their strategy games. They have one of the longest running strategy games in like current existence. So I think it's up to 13 now. 13 Romance Three Kingdoms games. Mm. That's huge. Um, but it's, it's also just like the mechanical stuff that they've put in Fire Emblem Three Houses that is so high techmo, Like just moving around Garrick Mark, like at the speed you do, um, like seeing the environments, how they're not, they're not ultra high res, <laughs> yeah. but like they're, they're enough to sort of service what you, what you've got to focus on. So, Mm. like, the battles. Like, they do have, like, a nice art style, but there is a bit of jank there. Yeah, Yeah. exactly right, yeah. Like, you can tell that it was made uh, in the Koei house. Um, I'm obviously a fan of those Musou games that they primarily develop nowadays. Mm. Um, And I love Koei Tecmo. I think, like, they're just... They're kind of just, like, the chill chill guys that kind of just keep spewing (laughs) out the same shit. Um and a lot of people were just like oh you know Call of Duty's doing the same shit these guys literally do the same shit yeah. but they release they release new versions like Dynasty 8. Uh, they put out Dynasty Warriors Eight and then Dynasty Warriors Eight Empires and then Dynasty Warrior Eight Legends Extreme and it's all literally just variations of the same game you're paying full price
1: for awesome
0: <laughs> but the thing is with it as well is that um the way they've modelled it, is if you want to play this game as a more story-based game, here is 8 normally. And then there's Empires, where you sort of build your own battles. And then uh, Extreme Legends, I think, is more like a definitive type of uh, story version type of game, which comes later down the line, which is, you know, whatever. But um, I'm glad to see, like, they've been given something that they're experienced enough in They've managed to incorporate elements from their two biggest series to in, enliven it a bit more mm-hmm. with Garrett with the ability to run around Garrick Mark, and
1: oh, I love that. You know, yeah, yeah. Like I, I know, like if I remember the Awakening, we had like that sort of level select. Yeah, that was that was that was a good step, I feel. But actually mm-hmm. having to be able to interact with every, everything, I think that that's brilliant.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it adds so much more life life yeah. to the world and stuff like that. And then like their battles, like it's obvious that you know they they didn't move move anything too far from the formula they just revolutionized, revolutionized the Fire Emblem formula made it a bit better and made it more centric to what the game is actually about and that's your characters mm-hmm. and I think that's why everybody loves this game because sorry uh, <laughs> because um, with Fire Emblem in general it was all about like here's the weapon triangle if you don't follow it too bad you can lose units permadeath yeah your own fault you know what I mean? But now it's more like, hey, look, you can develop your characters any way you want and they'll have like a median effectiveness. There's only one rule that you have to follow and um, that is that uh, flyers are bad against bows. <laughs> End of story. But they do have resistant mag- resistance to magic. Yeah. So they have. those are the only class that have a real trade-off now is uh, flying mounts uh Rivens and Pegasus. Um so I think I think it's very obvious that their influence has really soaked into this and sort of created a game that not only is about the world around you uh, but a game that was also a series that was also primarily focused on the characters is also now more so focused on the characters because you don't have to go, oh hey look I need this guy to be a lance or I need this guy to be an axe or I need this guy to be a... You, you just do whatever. You you sort of just develop the characters any way you want them to go. There's no reason for you to stick them all in one one category that's best for them sort of thing, which is great. I think mm. like it adds more varied experience. You could go ahead and make Claude a, a priest if you wanted to. Like you make a good priest. Make a good priest. I'll go to the church. He's he's always <laughs> making sexual innu- innuendos. You make him a priest. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> At a school. At a school. But he's a, <laughs> he's a student though. So. He, he is a student. But yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there's there's nothing about those characters that specifically say, oh hey, you, they have to be this to be their most effective. Yeah, it's great. You know. And the balances are pretty good all, all overall. And I think, like, with Koei Tecmo's influence, they've actually managed to really hit a high ground here. Um, in saying that, I'm, I'm kind of wondering where Intelligent Systems is going to go because the only Fire Emblem property they're managing now is Fire Emblem Heroes. Right, yeah. Um, And it's obvious that, at least for the last couple games, Intelligent Systems has just absolutely nutballed it and has not done very well in terms of ratings. But Koei Tecmo's killed it. Mm. I feel like like Intelligent Systems lost their way after Awakening Success and they were like, oh, we can just start charging shit tons for DLC or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was just Echoes that sort of had that problem, though. No, no. It it wasn't Fates, though. Yes, yes, it was Fates. Oh, because they split them up. Fates had three games. They split them up. Yeah, that was... Yeah, because I know if they did that with this game, if they split up like the three houses into the three games, that would be that would be bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that would be bullshit. Especially now that you know it's a console game, it's an eighty dollar game. Yeah. it's not a sixty dollar game because no. it like it's the same thing with Pokemon. You know, splitting it into two versions is like, yep. all right, this is yeah, you, no, don't do this anymore, please. This three, is, <laughs> three houses, three houses is what fates should have been.
0: Yeah, and like yeah. I, I understand they can't fit it all on one cartridge and whatever. And it, like if oh, you, that, but they did. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. They, yeah. <laughs> On liber in liberation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like, it's it's just sort of like well, <sighs> whether intelligent systems can sort of get their shit together and get all that right or whatever. Mm. Um, Koei Tecmo being the main developers of this game are probably the ones that are going to be de- de- uh, developing the DLC as well. So I I'm ser- I'm sort of curious to see where the season pass goes, considering the controversy of the last season pass Fire Emblem had. So
1: I guess we'll just see. Yeah, just this is just a, a paragraph from the interview. Just say in regards to staffing, Intelligent Systems provided Techno uh Koei Techmo, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> with a minimum crew of several designers, a music composer, an advisor to the programmers, uh, not including myself, of course. Then uh, we then left uh, Koei Techmo in charge of the basic game development. So yeah, it would be interesting to see what uh yeah Intelligent Systems. Is doing because if they're outsourcing Fire Emblem, which is one of their major franchises, they're responsible for. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see what they're, they're doing because obviously they they do plenty of other things, as well as a uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, was, I think it's great. Tetekoe uh, made a great Fire Emblem game. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm mm. glad to see them in a in sort of a partnership. And I think like
0: um a couple of people have sort of said it before. They're just like, oh, they really should be partnering with Nintendo and all this stuff. And this is it. This is their mm. partnership. Yeah. Fire Emblem is a huge series in
1: Japan yeah like, with Fire Emblem Warriors obviously uh, a partnership got sort of formed there with the with the people in charge of Fire Emblem and, at Nintendo And
0: well even with Hyrule Warriors that was like their first big step into partnershiping with Nintendo yeah, yeah, in true. general they were like Holy shit! And then they were, like, and then I guess intelligent systems, which were were intrigued, and they were like, "Hey, you would
1: you want to do that with
0: Fire Emblem?" Mm.
1: Well, yeah, they've already they've always been like a good uh, third party developer on Nintendo systems, but yeah, now actually working with Nintendo directly, it's really good to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially because like a lot of their games, they don't interest me, but mm. uh, have I guess having Nintendo's money and backing, yeah, <laughs> they, this is what they can do. You know, they they can get nine rated games on Metacritic. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, joke. Uh, so I guess this is a bit of a, a b- bit more of a negative <laughs> uh, slant on Three Houses, but Nintendo yeah. replaces Fire Emblem Three Houses main voice act or uh, main character male voice actor. Yeah. So why can't you just call it Biloth? Byleth, Yeah. Just <laughs> no,
0: that's exactly what it's na- what his name is. It's what the female's version's
1: name yeah. is. Is Biloth. You so, not So just before we get into this, I know a lot of people would have already heard about this. Yeah. But uh, what uh, did you choose, male or female? Female female I know what you chose I'm just asking um, yep. I chose female as well Yep. because and I talked to you about this before Fire Emblem no other games really do it to me but Fire Emblem really gets the weeb out of me because <laughs> I'm like alright I want to be the pretty girl then you know, I'm choosing my houses and I'm like oh she's pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it sounds weird but I'm like yeah it gets the weeb out of me it really does <laughs> like there's no other game oh I guess Hatsumiku might but I guess that's more the music yeah, I don't know who knows <laughs> maybe I'm just a web. I'm just a shadow you're weeb you're a closeted weeb yeah I'm closet weeb closet weeb yeah just like dash where someone's like do you watch match anime Drew? I'm just like sweating no <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a closet weeb I'll just look at the pictures <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically this is uh, I'm going to read the article from my Nintendo news so Nintendo has confirmed to Game Informer that they are replacing the voice actor of the main protagonist Byleth in a fire room three houses with a new Male voice actor. The move comes after numerous sexual miscontact themed allegations have been made against Chris. Uh, now, help me over with the last name, Bros. Chris. I can't see it. <laughs> can't. No, no, noski No. No, no oh idea. Noski? Noski. That'll do. You know, you know. You hang on, hang on. Hang there on. you go. Tip that for you. <laughs>
0: Nyossi.
1: Niosi, Niosi. sorry about that everyone um, <laughs> he also uh, provides voice work and Fire Emblem Heroes Nintendo says a new voice actor will record the parts and his work will be included in a future patch um, now it is weird that this came out like you know just as the game launched there's a bit a bit of an unfortunate blip on what should have just been a positive story of you know a game coming out to critical success yeah um but as far as I'm playing as the female and I have not heard her talk so I'm interested to see what you hear her talk sometimes when you level up and stuff oh yeah but yeah I guess yeah it's kind of like Link it's like Mm. changing the voice actor for Link it's like he does a great job but I'm sure someone else can do a great job as well yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. like I, I don't I don't know I
0: can't I can't tell you exactly what kind of sexual abuse allegations were made or whatever or anything like that yeah, it
1: was on on his uh, oh, what's that website called I forgot that what's that one uh, we're all the, oh, I can't remember now Not I'm thinking of Tinder it's not Tinder Tumblr Tumblr that's the one he posted on his Tumblr page like apologize to everyone that he needed to apologize to and everything but I didn't get too much into it because personally I'm not like that interested in it no yeah I'm not, I'm not gonna read all about this guy's problems yeah I'm um, not all about cancel culture either no no I'm, I'm, I'm not we're not about that and you know just because he's in a Nintendo game doesn't mean we have to go and talk about all these awful things he's done no absolutely not that's no not let's not give him any oxygen he probably but, recorded like five lines for Byleth and that's all he did so yeah and I did see on Twitter the the guy who got announced as the new voice actor, but um yeah, I've put up an article that it doesn't have it, so sorry about that. No. Oh, well. <laughs> no, it does, yeah, it
0: doesn't matter too much. Either way, the, his his voice is getting replaced, that's what matters. Yeah. If you really care about
1: it then cool. It, it's getting done. Mm. Really doesn't bother me either way. Yeah and I guess last off this is just a little bit of news for Fire Emblem Three Houses so my Nintendo is now offering uh, three different box art covers for Fire Emblem Three Houses so each uh, cover has a different uh, house leader for each of the houses and you get these through my Nintendo and they are also on the Australian store as well as the American store and UK store and everything and you can get them for 50 platinum coins so that's basically nothing really. or just download them somewhere on the or you can do that too or you can do that too
0: they're absolutely beautiful covers, though, and I really yeah. want them. But the only problem is, is I don't have the goddamn paper that's necessary to actually mm. print so proper that's the covers. Thing.
1: That's the thing. So, ha- like, I assume like the paper wouldn't be that cheap. It wouldn't be that expensive either, I would imagine. But it wouldn't be that cheap either. No, I don't know if do you need a special printer to be printing gloss. I have no idea. Okay, oh, yeah, I've no idea. I,
0: I think you would have to go into I don't Harvey know, Norman or like or something K-Mart like that and go, something. "Hey, look, I'm trying to print these like sp- these specialized covers for my games." Mm, that would
1: probably be the way to go actually let's just take it in yeah yeah you might as well yeah like personally like as a as someone who loves physical games but it has all their games just downloaded I'd love to just get all these empty switch cases and just get covers for all of my games and line them up yeah because like I don't need the game card anymore I don't need to be mucking around with them and putting them in and all that but I'd love the boxes (laughs) I'd love the boxes you love it don't you
0: uh, I just think it's fucking hilarious when you say that but then I like turn around behind me and there's like 500 fucking DS games and
1: shit I don't have 500 DS games it's like 50 but <laughs> yeah. yeah it can be 500 yeah <laughs> you just have a lot of physical games I do yeah except for Switch
0: <laughs> you have more than I do <laughs> in total across <laughs> every fucking console you have more than I do so, In just in DS games just in DS games
1: We well, you keep it you'll miss the trade in you trade them in yeah, I do. Yeah, I like trading in. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't. So that's why I've got more. <laughs> uh, all right. Sooner, sooner, way better. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, if if that interests you, pretty cheap. I've got nothing else to spend my coins on, so I don't really. They just keep them growing and growing. I yeah. Don't, I don't spend. The, they don't have anything interesting. So this is the most interesting thing in years, I think. Unless you mind, no,
0: want- they had the Octopath Traveler once.
1: No, Those were cool. I, I did they.
0: Yeah, eight of them. They were all. Oh yes, yes. Really, they were really cool. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, like I, I would have loved them as well, but you know, mm. obviously, obviously, I didn't get them.
1: No, you did not. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't have eight <laughs> empty switch cases. No, I wonder if you can buy them. Just like, oh, you'd be able to. Yeah, yeah. I know like DS and like all the other cases, but yeah, yeah. All right, let's move away from Emblem Bros. I know it's a, it's a, it's a subject close to your heart, but we've got we've got to keep going, mate. All right, mate. All right. So. Uh, Nintendo Switch is a—that's uh, no, what I was going to say. Um, basically, Nintendo's had its uh, financial report again. I don't have any bloody financial reports to have. I feel like there's a financial report every second month. That's why, yeah, okay, so, <laughs> so we let's we're, make this quick, shall we? We talk about financial reports all the time. Yeah, just all, <laughs> all the time. We we catch up like, hey, so yeah, so yeah, Nintendo Switch sold. Oh nice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's just a few numbers. There's nothing too much, but Nintendo Switch as uh, as of the end of this month has sold thirty six point eighty seven million units, which is great. Um, and Mario Maker sold two point four two million. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm pretty sure that was like within the first first three days. Yeah, it was the first three days, which yeah. is insane for that game. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be in the top ten very soon. But I think what what blew me away was just how much uh, the top uh, five games are selling on Nintendo Switch because it's insane. They're just we know like Nintendo games are evergreen. They just keep selling and selling. They never drop in price. Yeah, but just the amount of uh, units sold for each game is just insane. Yeah. So I guess number five is Pokemon Let's Go, which is at ten point uh, nine eight million units. Which is you know it's a Pokemon game, but um I think for Let's Go with like a lot of fans being like ah oh, this isn't what I want, and I think some people didn't buy it. I I bought it and I really liked it. Uh Um, so yeah Breath of the Wild was next at uh, 13.61 million units Uh, Super Smash Brothers at (coughs) 14.73 million units Mario Odyssey at 14.94 million units and the top dog as always is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 17.89 million units so yeah the top 5 have surpassed 10 million units which is crazy for like a console that's been on the market for not even three years, yeah, and these games are all exclusive to it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, what this remind what I was thinking about is it's like back in the Wii U days, you would have never thought <laughs> thought this could happen. No, no, no way. Poor Wii U, mm. Instant poopies. And just uh, also keep in mind, I think, uh I will look it up, but I think Mario eight. On Wii U, sold almost like ten million units less than it has on Switch. Holy crap! Almost.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. That's not battery. Not battery. So I'll just look. I'll just look it up just in case I'm talking out my bum. Yes, I'm not talking out my bum. So, <laughs> so Mario Kart Eight has sold eight point forty four million units. Wow. At, so yes, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be beaten by ten plus million units on Switch. Which just shows you the contrast between each one. You can look at the sales like thirty six for the Switch and thirteen for the Wii U. You're like, oh my god, the Wii U's getting trounced. <laughs> but even even in like the games, yeah, millions more sold on Switch. Yeah, mm. for sure. and I think I did read somewhere that the average, uh, basically, amount actually, of- I
0: think we, I think, I think Mario. Ca- yes, it has <laughs> Mario Mario Kart Eight Deluxe on Switch has sold more units than the Wii U. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, by a fair bit, Holy by five crap. million, yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, wow. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it makes me it makes me happy to see that that Nintendo's doing something the fans enjoy, something we're really, uh, you know, we we can really get around. Yeah. And it's working for them. It's making them money. Yeah. Which uh, at the end of the day, that that shows that that's something they can keep doing, keep putting out awesome games and good hardware. Even though there's a lot of things about the Switch we're like, ah, oh, like we you know we talked about the Joy-Con issues last week, and yeah. There's like there's a, there's a fair few things on the switch we're like all right this needs to be fixed this needs to be changed but I think uh, when you real really narrow down to what the switch is it's uh, yeah, it's a good piece of kit yeah for sure yeah so yeah that's that's enough talk about that um this surprised me last night Bryce that the uh, the outer worlds is heading to Nintendo switch you see this uh only just as I got home today yeah so there isn't too much to say like um Nintendo of America, they put out a, uh, a video with one of the developers telling telling us about the Outer Worlds, and he basically finished up saying, after uh, after it's released on other platforms, it'll be coming to Switch soon. He didn't even it didn't say 2019. He didn't say a date. It didn't say anything, but it will be coming to Switch. Yeah, obviously they've got to do a lot more work on the Switch version mm. for it to work. than I think it's yeah. very. I, th- I think it's just literally like, oh, we found someone to do it. Let's announce it. I don't think there's actually any work. Like, we didn't see any gameplay from a Switch version or anything. It was all from a PC version. Yeah. Um, But Outer Worlds, that's something I'm looking forward to. Because at E3, I'm like, this game looks really great. And I'm like, I might get it. You know, I've got a lot of Nintendo games to catch up on. You know, obviously, the rest of this year is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, hey, wait a minute. This is on Game Pass, isn't it? No, it's a no brainer. Of course, I'm going to download it, give it a go. What's there to lose? Yeah. So, you know, um, depending on how long it comes out after. Um, the Xbox version, I'll probably give it a go. I think. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, Outer Worlds, you reckon you you're gonna gi- give it a go? I'll
0: probably play it on my PC. Yep. Game Pass.
1: Yeah, Game Pass on that too.
0: Game Pass is beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. Where's, uh, such where, where's such a beautiful thing?
1: Where's Game Pass Nintendo? That's what that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, Nintendo gave us Game Pass. I think the world would turn upside down. No, they gave us Game Pass for their first console, but you know, just a couple of more consoles in that sort of <laughs> subscription would be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even true. even to Nintendo sixty four, just really, really butter or something. Come on, that's it. That. Yeah, and you could.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, there is, there is.
0: Oh, I'm supposed we're going to talk about it later on anyway,
1: so we'll talk about it then. Yeah, just just we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a quick one, Bryce. As well, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker gets uh, Labo VR support. So um, this is a game that is just like made for this type of thing. Just having like little dioramas you can look around and looking at the video, it looks really cool. You know, you're just looking through your goggles and you can like move your head sort of look at the level in different ways. And that's what you're basically doing in the game. You're like rotating the level to see if you can find the little nooks and crannies. Um, I haven't tried a Labo VR yet because like, you know, we're not we're not going to pretend. Bryce and I have no interest in Labo. We tried out the first variety kit. And we're like, no, <laughs> yeah, just nah nah it's not for us it's not it's, it's obviously not made for our demographic yep so um, this won't be something I'll play but I think it looks looks pretty uh looks pretty good for as far as uh, what you'd look for in Labo VR yeah I'm looking on the official website too so there's actually a fair few games that support Labo VR so now you, now you can play Mario Kart Captain Toad Super Smash Bros which is just like the camera mode you can't actually play the game in it. you'll probably throw up if you're trying to play Smash in VR <laughs> uh, Super, uh, Super Mario Odyssey The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart 8 so there's actually a, a fair few first party games that support it
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I think they'll just keep rolling out little patches to sort of include more games to sort of trying to get the 60 bucks off you to buy a little bit of cardboard it'd be interesting to see if they would
0: just make like a flat out VR accessory like, like a PlayStation VR
1: type of like proper headset is that what no, you
0: no not quite but like the same thing as a Nintendo Labo but more like a plastic mould that isn't so breakable mm. especially like the more continued support that's happening with these VR titles wouldn't surprise me if they put out something for 50 bucks that's like here's just the plastic VR yeah helmet instead of a very very breakable Labo kit
1: yeah because all of these experiences are like, are like things I'm like I'd like to see what that plays like yeah but I'm not I'm not gonna go out and buy it no I'm, I'm not, not gonna go and buy a Labo kit with... yeah cause as I, I love Captain Toad I think it's an awesome game and I look at this and I say yes supports it very well if you have one you're gonna have a lot of fun with it but I'm not gonna go out and spend 60 just for the base cardboard set <laughs> yeah for the Labo yeah. kit of all things yeah
0: mm. I'm sorry it's just so breakable for 60 bucks it's just so breakable yeah that's enough, that's enough. kind of just tells me everything I need to know about it. I just like a basic plastic sort of shell that you can sort of sit your switch in and test out all these V R things without mm. the hubbub, yeah, yeah yeah, and I think I think you can agree with that anyway
1: yeah i I do agree okay uh so classic doom games are available on Nintendo switch now. this came out of nowhere so. It, cool. <laughs> It, um, so it was cool that they just released Doom One, Doom Two, Doom Three on Switch, but it, it it sort of came with the issues that you had to sign sign into your Bethesda account. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind yeah. of silly, but since then they have been like, all right, we're fixing it so you don't have to do that. I think it wasn't just an overlook an oversight on their behalf. I don't think it was them trying to do anything too dodgy, but. It, it, it was it, especially, especially on Switch, where it's like I really hope,
0: I really hope that's the case because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure what I'd read Doom Three is DRM locked,
1: so it's online mm. only. Yeah, because I think uh, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, especially on the Switch, like on PlayStation, like they'll have to sign into this. That's weird. Especially like it's not multiplayer or anything like no. that. No, it's not like yeah, you're logging into Fortnite or something like that. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was sort of disappointing because it was like initially a cool thing just out of nowhere three Doom games oh nice like they're pretty cheap I think they are fifty in Australia $5 uh, in America yeah except for Doom 3 which is a bit more it's yeah it's 15 here and 10 over there yeah so yeah um, I think uh, just if they've sort of fixed those issues so you don't have to worry about signing into accounts and that when you're not online because that's a big thing with the Switch yeah um, I think I think they'll be pretty good pickups because they're not very expensive either. Yep. Mm. I don't really have much to say about them. I'm not really a big Doom guy, but that's what they call the protagonist, Drew. Doom guy. Doom guy. Yeah. Doom. Um. This is just a small one as well. So the Western version of Dragon Quest Eleven S has gone gold. So awesome. That's going to be not delayed then <laughs> if yep. it's already gone gold. Um it's it's kind of funny because this when it came out on PlayStation last year I was like oh I'd like to give that a go but um I use the same excuse I do all the time long game don't have time locked to my TV don't have time like last year there was you know, you know I always prioritize Nintendo games and it came out a similar time to Pokemon and stuff like that so I'm like all right yeah I'm just yeah that that's my RPG for like the end of this year yeah and I think uh with all the uh changes they're making to this one because like I looked at a few reviews and some some of the biggest negatives for the game on PlayStation was that the uh, they don't use the uh, the orc- uh, orchestral uh, soundtrack for orchestral, the game. Yeah, yeah, they just use the MIDI. But there was an orchestral theme song or uh, music for the game, but they weren't using it because the composer wanted to sell it separately or something. It was like a really <laughs> it was a really weird deal. I was I was re- uh, yeah watching a review on YouTube. I can't shout out who who I was watching, but yeah, I was like that's weird. And then I went to the Nintendo uh, video that had an E3 sh- showing off the game. I'm like, all right, so what changes have you made? Because I'm like curious between like the negatives on the PlayStation and now the Definitive Edition, what's actually changed? And the first thing there is like, yeah, we've got the orchestral music in there. I'm like, oh, they fixed that. And then like some of the other things like you know the, it's too slow. Like they put like an ultra fast battle mode in there. I'm like, awesome. Like they've just like really everything that the reviewers that I've seen uh, didn't like about the game, they're like fixing in this cool and obviously you can there's the mode where you can go and play the retro style what it looks like on like SNES and stuff like that too which would be really cool if you want to play it a couple of times in different ways yeah yeah. so I'm really looking forward to it hopefully it comes out September I know like September, November uh, these end months it's just like really busy on the farm so how much time I'll get to sink into these multiple 100 hour RPGs I don't know you won't <laughs> yeah probably won't but you know the desire is there, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, awesome yes for us all. Um, th- this is Astral Chain. Did you watch this uh this trailer, Bryce? Uh, I did, not I still got to watch it. Okay, we won't talk about it too much. But if you guys are interested in, in Astral Chain, Nintendo uploaded a eight minute sort of uh, walkthrough of the game, some of the mechanics, and, that, and it looks really good. All the legions and everything in there. They've got there's is five different legions, all different and unique to one another. There's skill trees for them all. The combat looks awesome, looks really good. Can't wait for it. That's the next first-party Nintendo game coming out. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. it's kind of one it's kind of
1: those things I want to sort of
0: pick up unhinged.
1: Mm, yeah same. Here. Know. Yeah. I I
0: don't I don't want to I don't want to be like okay, this is what to expect from it. This is what to whatever because it already looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Cuz like
1: I I hadn't looked into it at all apart yeah. from this and like, you know, at E3 we see the trailer like, oh, that looks really flashy and cool and it's a platinum game. You're going to be hitting a few buttons and beating them demonic things up but so like, what is it it's like oh well, that's what it is you know you've got these legions you level them up no oh, that's cool
2: yeah, yeah.
1: there's one that looks like a dog and it's cute and it's called Legion Claw or Claw Legion or something <laughs> pretty cool go and watch the trailer if you want to see more pretty dope and Bryce this is one I think I might give to you mate because you're a big Dragalia lost fanatic yep yes I am
0: uh, Dragalia Lost is now Nintendo's second most successful mobile title because it deserves to be there. In fact, it deserves to be on top, above its competitor. So, yeah, but it's nowhere near. <laughs> it is nowhere near, but it should be. It should be above that after, like you know, all the positive shit that Dragalia does for Nintendo's mobile infrastructure. Uh, so it's only beaten out by uh, Fire Emblem
1: uh, Heroes, which is at what, Drew? I can't see. So Fire Emblem Heroes. Has made Nintendo uh <laughs> five hundred and ninety one million dollars. Yep. Whereas the second position, Dragalia Lost, has made them one hundred million dollars. So the uh, the gap between them both, as far as financial position, is just like huge. I, I, it just, I it just shows you like Fire Emblem's power as far as uh, being a mobile game.
0: Okay. Well, I, I kind of want to address the clarity here a bit in saying that. Um, Fire Emblem being as high as it is, it's not just due to the fact to Fire em- Fire Emblem being big. It is also down to people overspending because the game has some very wow heavy mechanics in it. Yeah. So, um, Nintendo WoW-heavy. Nintendo uh has a pretty average market overall for their their mobile games. Nothing too crazy, nothing too over the top, but there are a couple that are sort of like. Spend money, you do yourself a favour. And Dragalia Lost for being something that is in second place that isn't really that much on that spectrum is pretty good. Um, the Dragalia team are always giving out free stuff all the time uh, for you to do any of the sort of like mobile purchase type things like rolling for units and stuff like that. Uh, they give out free units with every event almost. Mm. Um. You know, Dragalia is very non-pay-to-win friendly. Yeah. So, uh, whereas Fire Emblem Heroes, if you want to be competitive in Fire Emblem Heroes and you're not spending money, then you're not playing competitively. Yeah.
1: I guess that's the thing, though. Like, they've made a game that's more friendly and, you know, when you spend money, that's because you really want it. Whereas whereas in Fire Emblem, like, even if it is, like, really gouging it for your money, it's made them an extra... (laughs) Almost five hundred million dollars, which is just a bonkers amount of money.
0: It is, yeah, but it's it's not for the right reasons either. No, no, it's I like, know, hey, but- look, it's say, hey, look, you you've got this unit, it's five star, right, and you want it to be the absolute best it can be, so you can t- take it into competitive situations. It's like, okay, well, not only are you're going to need that unit, but you are oh you are also going to need nine other copies of that unit. So that you can fuse them together, so they get plus levels. Yeah, and that unit has a drop rate of like 03 percent, mm. or three percent, or something, or something along line on the lines of that. And it's like, okay, so what can you do? It's like, all right, you can grind out orbs. And to be fair, Fire Emblem does give you Fire Emblem Heroes does give you a lot of freemium currency, um, but. You will run out of that wellspring eventually. I know I have. I've run out of that wellspring. Um, And you will have to rely on your wallet. There's no way about it. You can just play the game, enjoy the story that's in it, and all that, whatever. Absolutely free. It's perfectly fine. But if you're that interested that you want to compete with players around the world, you're going to be spending money. You're not going to have a fun time with your wallet. And (laughs) this sales figure should show you that. Yeah, that the reason that they're making so money is because competitive people need to pay money to keep competing
1: mm. man it's just it's one of those things like with EA and all that like the, uh, the main gaming community is like you know this sucks I hate it but it makes them so much money and people buy into it people buy into it whether it's uh, the people complaining <laughs> still buying into it or it's just more of a casual market out there which is probably more of what it is yeah yeah, like yeah. you know the the FIFA cards and all that. Like to me that sounds ridiculous, but there's so many they make billions of dollars just from Ooh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Mm. It's ridiculous, honestly. So yeah, good on you Nintendo. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm glad ha- you, I'm glad your bloody mobile things working for you. Good on you. I'm you I'm know? happy
0: for Dragalia. I'm really happy for Dragalia. Dragalia deserves to be up there. Um that game is insanely good on so many levels it's insanely free player friendly um and now that they're introducing stuff like guilds and the ability to chat to other people who are in your guild and all that that that's that's fantastic i love yeah. that
1: it's it, good they'll it show you too like animal crossing is just is just below it it's made like one million dollars less from dragalia at 99 million and that game it really you don't you're not that required to be spending money like you can like save up your leaf tickets and like get your stuff that way so that that is a bit kinder and obviously mario run that was one of the first games which which is just like just buy it 16 australian dollars then you can do whatever you like and that that only made them 72 million dollars and i mean and that's mario that could that you know you, you would have thought that would have just skyrocketed anything nintendo puts out but
0: I mean, I do understand their sentiment with, with Mario Run and what they were trying to do, and that's great and everything, but mm. looking at it from the perspective of, like, Angry Birds was a dollar. Mm. Look how much Angry Birds sold, and then look how much Mario Run sold. It's like, you probably could have just sold Mario Run for a dollar and got it to Angry Birds' level of success and still yeah. would have made of just as much money.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I get, it's just Nintendo's sort of attitude of... Our software is worth something. It's worth more than a dollar. Yeah. But they're in the wrong market for that, obviously, because that's what happened to Mario Run. People were just like, "I'm not paying that." And I, I did. I never bought it. No. So that, that's because uh, at the time when it came out, I was, you know, I'm working on the farm. I'm out of service. I want, I want to play a silly Mario game because I don't have my DS at the time with me. Um, but it, I couldn't play offline. Yeah so i had no i had no need for it when i'm home or i'm in service i do not need to be playing mario run on my phone i've got other things to play i've got things to watch i've got many more things i didn't care that much about mario run personally but no so that's personally what wrecked it for me just that one thing they could have just said oh you can play it offline it's a mobile game no shit of course you can play it offline yeah yeah exactly uh, someone who works in an office or something in town and they just want to play at the lunch break and that was never an issue for them, that's fine. But yeah. it was for me. Yeah. And I guess uh, Miyamoto in uh, Kyoto is not thinking about little rural boy in Australia <laughs> without any service. No. Yeah. So yeah. what are you going to do? And actually, it is interesting too. At The fifth is Dr. Mario World already at um, uh, 790,000. That's Yeah, people love the puzzle mm. games though. Yeah, I haven't actually played it yet because... No, I haven't either. I haven't either. bothered to be
0: honest. No, I've been too busy with other things.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been too. Yeah. Like uh anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh this brings us to the last thing, Bryce, which is Super Smash Brothers. Yes. So I assume you actually watched Sakurai's presentation. I just before we get into sort of what was discussed, I thought it was so funny at the start, like, alright, we've got uh, this is going to be more of a live stream sort of presentation uh, the budget was pretty low on this when you hear someone in the background laugh <laughs> how good was that yeah just like, you can see him like smirking towards the camera and just like yeah we didn't have much money to make this then <laughs> there's someone in the background just <laughs> like the cameraman or something I thought that was great I'm like I don't know if, I don't know how many people would have picked up on that but I'm like wow this is but he proceeded. And it was edited in. It did have gameplay edited in and all that. It was like similar to what he's done in the past. So I don't know what he was on about. I mean, he still played the game himself and... Yeah, yeah. Did whatever and did more of
0: like a live stream-esque vibe play of Mm. the hero. But
1: um, yeah, no, it it definitely was just a big old edited video. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it because it really did show us everything we would need to know. Like, oh yeah, people like us. Like, all right, what is this character? Mm -hmm. Like, we know everything about the character and when we get when we got the character for ourselves we sort of understood like his down B a bit more and because otherwise if we oh, if, if, you, didn't, if yeah. you didn't watch that like you're like oh god what is this who is this thing <laughs> what, what is going on here yeah. yeah so just before we jump into the hero himself uh, there were some things introduced in 4.0 the update to Super Smash Brothers that actually launched today um, so a very easy difficulty mode has been added to adventure mode uh Snapchat, no, it's not Snapchat. so snapshots can be added in the timeline in uh, video editing. Uh, s- steel, grass, sponge, paper, and yarn terrains have been adjusted in the s- stage builder, so awesome. I'm sure you've been waiting for that one. <laughs> uh, the following spirits will appear in the shop in the vault menu. so slime, Drachy, uh, grape, uh, scale um, Golem, uh, liquid metal slime, uh, Sirah. <laughs> I don't know all these Dragon Quest characters. Satasia and the okay. Heroes Comrades. Uh, a new online tournament mode has been added, which is, looks really good. That's that's probably the biggest feature I see in 4.0. I think that's something I'll utilize yeah. fairly often. Just go in there and so, there you go. Instead of just going to a random match, hopefully it hopefully it doesn't lag as much as it has been. But uh, support a support function to predict the winner of this. Spectacle Battle to earn points has been added that looks really fun if you're just like if you're just like watching YouTube or something and you're just like chilling out but you want to like ah, oh, you can just put that up on like my second monitor for example and just sort of watch Smash to- watch a Smash tournament sort of and try and earn coins that way I think that could be a lot of fun yeah so that's just a no- nice little thing Um, and we had some me costumes which I won't go all into but uh, the slime hat looks cool I might pick up the slime hat yep yeah. It's all, it's all Dragon Quest stuff anyway. yeah yeah it's all Dragon Quest stuff um, so yeah and there was a heap of uh, sort of balance changes to the characters but obviously we're not going to go into that either but uh, actually no, oh, we do have a bit more here uh, uh, once the final smash meter has been fully charged the final smash cannot be used within 20 seconds or the uh, final smash meter will reset so that's something different for that um, special smash mode yeah which, which is interesting Because you've had all these different ones where it's got like a percentage and it's like a normal fighting game and all that. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Just adding in nice nice little things really. Uh, 3.0, there was obviously the stage builder and some bigger things that we're more excited about. This is just like, oh, here's a couple, here's the tournament mode, here's a few changes and whatever, but nothing, nothing too big. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Oh, well, you could have said you're wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so the hero himself, Bryce, how much have experience? Uh, well, not how much experience, but how much have you played with him today? Because he's uh, just come out. Maybe today an hour. Recording. An hour. Mm-hmm. So I played probably uh, an hour when he came out this morning and then like a couple of rounds with you. And that's what I've played. I haven't played a whole lot, but I think he's a lot of fun. I really like him. I think he's going to be a character I'm going to stick with and sort of Work him out, yeah. Work him out, and yeah, I because I know with Joker. Joker was like a much bigger character, like wow, Joker from Persona Five. But I he didn't, I didn't really gel with him that much. Like he's fine, I'm not saying he's bad or anything, but he's a, it's a character where I like, picked him up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. But with a uh, with the hero, I'm like, oh, this is this is something I like. I like this guy. Yeah, how yeah, about you? How do you feel about him? Yeah, I mean, I feel like for the most
0: part, he's kind of just the same. Like, I... Okay, I'm a sword fighter person and I definitely get sick of the people being like, eh, sword fighter characters in Smash Brothers.
1: Like, I hate that. I mean, just just let us have the sword characters. Who gives a shit? It's not like the Gun Boys and PlayStation Battle... All-Star Royale. I just... All-Star it Battle Royale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, But, uh, like, I feel like he is kind of just another sword character with some nice perks. Some very, very nice perks. Like... I, I kind of just want to rectify the fact that Link Link gets a boomerang, he gets some detonatable bombs, he gets a bow and arrow, and then the rest of it's pretty much his sword, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, the hero. The hero has like a <laughs> lightning spin, a projectile fireball, he has a whirlwind tornado thing. All three of those have three different stages. Then you've got his down B, which can be... A Freezing Slash, a Sleeping Spell, uh Instant Kill move, a uh, Self-Destruct move. A Self-Destruct move. Like, he's got so much... They've literally said he's got the most amount of moves in his kit than any character in the game.
1: By far, yeah. By far. But what I really like about his Down B, so when you hit Down B, that's when the menu will come up where you can select... I uh, guess what special ability you get or how you use like your main magic abilities. And there's there's more than four, but there's only four that come up at a time and it's just random. So when you hit like with a shulk, for example, you know you know what's going to come up. You know if you want to go defensive or you want to be faster and you know that will be there. But when you go down B with the hero, you're like, all right, what have I got? And you're like, you're really quickly on the fly reading like what they are. and like, all right, uh, um, 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 uh, Sword slash. Like it's... <laughs> like, like <a, laughs> I really like how quick it is and how you've got to like think on the fly with what you get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I think I think the thing that's going to be the killer for this move, majorly, is that, like, to be honest, in a practical practical battle situation, you're not going to have much use for it. Mm. I guess, like, the problem with uh, Super Smash Bros. is combat is very high octane and it rarely ever shifts from that so you have to be very quick on the ball if you're going to use these spells and like it's going to take it's going to bring it down to the wire where only a bunch of people like a handful of people are going to be quick enough to be able to sight read all of those
1: spells and just go yup bang Mm. immediately yeah for sure but the ones that do Oh, they're gonna excel. That'll be really impressive, and you can use it for edge guarding and stuff like. If someone else is jumping back onto the stage, you can be like, "All right, I've got time." Be like, "Looking at whatever what have I got here?" bang, boom, <laughs> and so, something like that. I do feel like he's a little bit over tuned,
0: mm. just a, just a smidgen. Because, um, as I as I mentioned to you earlier, um, I fully charged, I, I in my testings, I fully charged a side B, which is the thunder move. I hit. I hit an enemy with it, all right? Uh, that immediately took them to 42%. They flew off the edge a bit. Mm-hmm. I dropped down on top of them as they were falling. I charged up a windmill, let the windmill go, and that immediately flung them under the stage, hit the stage, and then fall to non-recovery status. Poor boy. That was two hits. Like, I, I feel like... and Is, is the- that just because you're so good, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was very basic that was a very basic type of thing you can do with like a lot of characters but the problem is is that to do that with those characters you generally have to do a lot more like, cons- like you have to combo a lot more consistently prior like you have to build up a bit of damage enough to knock them off the stage
1: and then once you've done that it's like good you've done that is um, he gonna be the next Bayonetta because Bayonetta when the, uh, she initially came out on the Wii U as DLC she was overpowered and the smash community was like i hate this <laughs> this character and anyone who, i think it was it was it evo or there was some tournament where uh the two people that made it to the finals both chose Bayonetta, and they just ended up like basically just fucking around just mucking around with each other and i think they got booed that's a very it. that's a very good question actually because i feel like the thing is it's like in in his
0: down special he has a lot of moves that are extremely powerful like he's got the the boom spells and then you've got the uh psych up and you've got uh what's it called um hatchet man uh and you've got thwack which is an instant kill you combine that with something like snooze or the um frizzle slash which freezes <laughs> your opponents yeah yeah right you combine those those. Uh, spells and if you're lucky enough to pop an instant kill spell and it does instant kill them holy shit that's annoying Mm. like you can just snooze somebody and then just walk up to them get a lucky proc and even if it's not the instant kill one if your enemy's at 50% hatchet man's probably gonna do a shit ton of damage if not kill them uh, mm. and there's not much you can do about it. I feel like he's got a lot of high-powered moves in his kit alone, let alone to like have like a, a heal, a sleep, a freeze. <laughs> like, holy shit. it's He's literally the CC master. He's yeah. got so much CC. And on the unfortunate... The unfortunate... Uh, the unfortunate of, like, if you accidentally hit Kamikaze, it's like, oh, well, you fucked up. But if you do hit your opponent with Kamikaze... If they're high enough, they're high enough. They're probably going to kill them anyway. Yeah. So, I know. Like you know, it, it, it's really. Um, I, I his kit is so loaded that it's just like okay, if you want to have a loaded kit, that's great. But there's a lot of his moves. They hit like forty percent. Yeah,
1: I have got no problem with how versatile he is because I love that. I think it's yeah, really versatility is cool. great. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it. it I'm 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 not gonna say he's overpowered just yet. I'd like to see how like a you know, more professional player is using yeah. him and just online in general, like you know, we've seen like King K Rule, like King K Rule I don't think was overpowered, you know, in quotes. He wasn't overpowered, but he was just very good. And he was very defensive and very strong. So he's just very good in multiple aspects. He's definitely overtuned. <laughs> On release he was definitely overtuned. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what they've done to him since. If we look at the patch notes, we'll be able to see probably. But mm. yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, I, I really like him. He's probably my favorite uh, DLC character so far. No,
2: <laughs>
1: diff- I feel like, I feel like they put a lot of a lot more effort into him. Mm. If that makes sense, because I know at E three when they announced the hero from Dragon Quest, it's like everyone was just like, oh, okay, this is your announcement. But I think, you know, Dragon Quest, like I said before, is one of my most anticipated games this year. I'm not a big... I've never played, like, through a Dragon Quest game before. Yeah. But with this one, I'm really keen. And having him come to Smash Bros and a character that I really like to play, Yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah.
0: Look, I, I I like I like the fact that he's in the game or anything like that. And I'm definitely a lot more excited now just playing him uh, than I was about him
1: the first go-round. I mean, nothing... The problem is he's got to compete with Banjo for me. That's... <laughs> well, that's the thing. We were, like, you know, we're waiting for, like, Banjo or some huge Megaton announcement. Something like that.
0: Yeah, and it was just a like, hero... Yeah.
1: And it was rumoured. It was rumoured for ages. Like, oh, yeah, we're probably going to see, you know, the hero or... Yeah. Whatever the hero's name was. But, yeah. um like, I kind of hope
0: we we've obviously got some stuff left in the pipeline we've had we've had joker we've got the hero now we've got banjo we've got two we've got two characters left if the if the hero is the character they're gonna pull out all the stops for then i'm not sure nope. <laughs> i'm one hundred percent happy with it they're like oh we've got we've got literally they've got eight music tracks they they've got eight music tracks in its in its stage yeah. they've got Four different character skins with four different alternates. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, they have a character that has a move set so chocked that it literally beats any other character in the game by a huge margin. Mm. Like I, I feel like if you're gonna put that much content into one set in the DLC, then it's going to make everything look, look, else look pretty unappealing unless like you really pull out a, like pull out a
1: stop. Yeah, maybe. I just uh, with with Dragon Quest, you've got such. History with like the series with like the amount of spells and the amount of moves the amount of characters you sort of need to put all of that in there
0: but you could say that about Final Fantasy you could and they did put a lot into Cloud as well no I wouldn't say they put a shit ton in the Cloud they put Mm. they put his signature moves in there and the Omni Slash and
1: and remember Cloud is Cloud he's not all of the heroes from (laughs) uh, Final Fantasy no as well get that. That. but there was
0: a lot of there was a lot of shit they could have put in there from there as well like materia was a thing and summons were a thing and yeah. they had they had the summons in the stage yeah but they didn't have like materia like they didn't have material, which was like the main mechanic in final fantasy VII when Bryce, it comes Bryce,
1: to are you a bit salty that they've uh, I'm not... put, put effort into a character no that... i'm
0: saying that i'm saying that like i feel like they've put a lot of effort into this character and i'd say they put probably more effort than they've put into any other character that they've done for DLC so far, and that's a good thing. I think that's good. I think I think it is a good thing. But like, how unappealing is it going to be if like the next character that comes out is like, oh shit, it's the chorus man? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Like the pro- the problem is, it's like banjo banjo is like that lives up to the hype. And that's like oh, yeah, holy yeah. shit, people have wanted banjo since melee. Uh, banjo, you can't you can't fuck up. It's really hard to nah, fuck up banjo. Nah. By looks, but looks at the
1: gameplay, they've nailed it too. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've so. absolutely like just looking at it. And
0: spiral mountain, oh boy! Oh, like oh,
1: yeah. that's like I'm not like a huge banjo guy like you, but just like looking at that, like, oh my god. A spiral Mountain, es- especially from these series, like you know, we see like the Mario Galaxy sort of stage in like on the Wii U version. They made it HD. Like, oh, that looks nicer than it did on Wii. Oh, maybe Mario Galaxy Three, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But seeing a Nintendo sixty four game get that jump, you are like, yeah. oh my god, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs>
0: but like you know, with these two characters, obviously we will not we weren't as excited for the hero but now that the hero is out it's obvious that they've put a lot of love into him more than they've done any other dlc character and banjo is a very largely requested character to be in the game and he's looking fantastic he's looking true to form he's looking like the way we want him he's not big old box nose banjo he's back to his original original bottlenose looking self um thank god for that but like that leaves two character slots left they really have to hit them out of the ballpark for it to be appealing yeah like we've, we've had joker for god's sakes we've had the hero
1: from dragon quest which is again packed i'm yeah. honestly I, i'm there's that many characters in the game now i'm like oh i'm out of ideas i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i really want them to be oh yeah I, i've <laughs> got like a few like niche nintendo characters i'd like i'd like to see but apart from that like big like just knock it out the park like you know talking with Microsoft to revive Benji kazooie in the game Like, I
0: think it's very important that like if we if we do want to look towards the future now for DLC characters we're going to have to pay attention to who Nintendo's got partnerships
1: with just two Fire Emblem characters probably <laughs> <laughs> Byleth Yo. yeah like do you see anyone from Fire Emblem coming in again three houses no nah. You don't see him doing more Fire Emblem.
0: No, I I feel like they're making they're making a very they're making a very serious push into having this this uh, Smash Pass being exclusively outside of Nintendo's realms, mm. you know. Uh, and I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. I, I I feel like if you pass these last two characters off as n- just Nintendo characters, I don't think it'd capture anyone too well especially if it's somebody that like like waluigi like you get some people to be like oh finally my baby waluigi's in the game
2: waluigi
0: but then a lot of people are going to turn around and argue he should have just been in the game to begin with he's a nintendo property and he's a part of their main lineup and then they're going to disappoint people with that aren't they
1: they're going to be like oh well yeah i guess everyone's gonna be like finally waluigi my favorite nintendo character but i have to
0: pay for him
1: and they will play a couple of games with him. and That was fun, and they just like snap their switch in half and go on with the day. <laughs> like yeah. Waluigi won't be there, guys. I hate to tell you. No, no, he won't be. <laughs> with
0: the three characters that we've had so far, I find it wildly, wildly mm. like unless he's released for free
1: as a free character, which yeah. I could see happening.
0: But with everything that's sort, of, they're sort of putting. Well, into... they had the
1: opportunity. They could. They they're like, oh, well, we've got Piranha Plant. We've got like Waluigi. What are some just like a basic. Characters from Maybe Mario or something They chose Piranha Plant They did not choose Waluigi Yeah And this was This would have been planned Years ago Probably with the initial lineup of like Characters Yeah And Waluigi Luigi Was not chosen I don't know why they would be chosen For the freaking DLC <laughs> No he won't be <laughs> No nah. yeah. nah, No way in yeah. hell Do you have anyone Who you're like Oh I'd like to see them Or they might have a chance Ah uh, because I don't really Like I've uh, I've gotten my characters man Like I, I really wanted to see Banjo just for like The hype factor And to see you happy We've got that What else is there? I know I know there's like You know Heaps of stuff like As far as like Nintendo universes go I've said this before But like you know Hades from Kid Icarus Uprising I'd love to see him He had so much personality And I could see him Having a really cool moveset but obviously, at the same time, having the villain from Kid Icarus uprising in the DLC is like, oh, that's boring. I tell you, you
0: what, know. I tell you what, I, I what I do want is I want indie representation. I want, I want an indie represent. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, um, at, at this point, at this point, uh, uh, it's it's pretty limited on what we could have. But I think the best picks for that at the moment are Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight, and Shantae. Mm. Not in that order.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, Shantae's been around since the Game Boy. Remember, uh, Shovel Knight is in the game, though. He's an uh, assist trophy.
0: True. Then Shantae.
1: Shantae. That would that, be an interesting one. But Well,
0: Shantae's been around
1: since the Game Boy. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, if, uh, if Shovel Knight wasn't already in the game, I'd probably say Shovel Knight had the biggest chance of getting there. But what? since it's already there...
0: I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Like, I would have said that about Smash Wii U. I wouldn't 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 say that mm. about these days. Okay. I feel like, I feel like Shovel Knight's run its course, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It is it, kind of they've kind of had the I'm I'm not saying that like the games run its course, the game's obviously still great, but I feel like
1: yeah. they've still got DLC coming out for it as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But I, I I just feel like I feel like the idea of Shovel Knight being in the game has probably run its course. Mm.
1: Um Well Shantae definitely had the most uni-
0: unique set. Uh, moveset. Shantae's one of the most requested characters at the moment. Mm. Um
1: so that'd be cool. I would like to see that I would like to see that um, especially just getting the Shantae music in Smash Bros oh yeah that yeah. alone just oh yeah yeah that'd be good Ooh. Um, <laughs> but actually Rayman I forgot about Rayman I'd love to see Rayman Rayman's one of my favourite characters
0: yeah I've, you know what that could probably happen um, because uh, simply because of the Ubisoft partnerships we've had but my worry is that would
1: get a rabbit instead, and <laughs> yeah, obviously I'm not interested. But e- even in like the Rayman Legends and Origin games, like when you hold in B, you do like charge up punch. Yeah. it just it, it felt like a Smash Bros move in those games. I'm like I could really see like you know holding the punch down, and like I think it'd be really cool to have Rayman there. Um, so yeah, that was one ages ago. I'm like, I'd like to see Rayman, but I forgot about Rayman because Ubisoft stopped making freaking Rayman games, and they just make Rabbit games. Oh, they they have a they have a partner with Nintendo and make a Mario plus Rabbids or they just do online only. Here's you, you guys with guns, or your warriors, or you're you're a watchdog. That's that's what Ubisoft do. Yeah, you know, and that's that's fine. They've obviously found their 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 niche, their niche. Yeah. But they
0: trucked away a really good IP
1: yeah because when they were doing that indie initiative like with the uh, the UB Arts yeah like with Rayman I'm like this is that caught my eye just straight away I'm like this looks beautiful in fact I think they beat Mario for like years and years in the 2D department just how good those games were mm-hmm. and then moving then they sort of like did Valiant Hearts and all of these really interesting different games which were like $30 a little bit cheaper and then they just sort of dropped it mm-hmm. and then it's like oh now they're just doing their you know because like I think their E3 presentation just sort of Nailed it for me Just like Oh it's Tom Clancy This Tom Clancy That like, Okay that's fine But there's so many Games where I can Put a silencer on my gun And be like Cool Yeah I don't know that's, yep. just, that's just me personally I'm not. I'm obviously not against Shooting games I obviously quite like them But There's too many of them Yeah yeah.
0: There's too many to choose
1: from Not enough to Draw yeah.
0: you in Yeah and I feel the same way It was the same way With Division 2 unfortunately yeah.
1: And like I've bought I've bought the Division And all that Like you know I've, I've played plenty of it But Yeah 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 it's just know, whatever
0: but um yeah i i I don't know uh an indie representative is probably all i want to see in the smash roster uh Mm. for the dlc i think i think shantae is probably the best pick for that uh popularity is pretty huge for shantae um being a nintendo veteran all the way back on the game boy could happen Mm. um so that's probably like the only thing I've got going in my head at the moment, and unless unless I can think of something else, then yeah. Uh, something from EA. oh please. Yeah, the new the new protagonist from the new Star Wars game that's that's voiced and mo-capped by that guy who played the gay guy off of uh, Shameless, um, who oh, yeah. has like early onset dementia. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I
1: know nothing about the voice actor
0: for that, but okay. no, I I do. Okay. <laughs> That's good. for He he plays the Joker in Titans, I think.
1: Oh, fantastic.
0: There you go. Another thing I
1: have no idea about. (laughs) The the Teen Titans show. I know the Teen Titans show. I've just never watched it. Yeah. It's the Titans. Should I watch it? Is it good? Or or was
0: it in the... uh, I don't know. He plays the Joker at some point anyway. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I know all this shit. Yeah. You should keep up with your pop culture references. They've got a fucking podcast for that, you
1: dolt. Well, not really. I don't have to talk about bloody Star Wars here.
0: No, 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 I'm saying you've got one you can listen to.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, Dash Culture, DashCulture dot com. <laughs> Go and have a listen, Buddy Watson. Dash. Bud Dash. Yeah. I haven't he- heard him talk about it yet, though. So blame Dash. <laughs> anyway, Bryce, let's end the show there. What yeah. do you think? What do you think about this episode, mate? Uh, yeah, oh, awesome. Uh, everybody, thank you very much for listening to The House of Mario, episode 109. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice. And Bryce, if if someone's like, you know what, Bryce, he talks like a wizard. Awesome bloke. Where would they find you on Twitter? At Ivy And you can find me at Idruby, And you can find the show at The House of Mario. And if you'd like to join our Discord community to talk with us and our awesome community there. You can find the invitation in the show notes below. I'm just watching your text. That's all right, mate. I'm just asking my partner if she wants anything for dessert so I can grab it on the way home. Awesome. You're going to ask me what do I want for dessert? What do you want for dessert, Drew? Uh, chocolate Bavarian. Thanks, man. Chocolate Bavarian? Mm. All right, you have to go get it yourself. No. Oh, you cheeky little boy. They're <laughs> <laughs> only three bucks, mate. Yeah, you I can know. do it, I'm sure. I know, sure. black and gold. They are not too bad if yeah, I say so. They, they're myself. pretty good, mate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and uh, if you'd like to support the show a little bit more uh, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash iDruby over there you can get exclusive access to Bryce and I's new podcast Crackin' Furfies where we just
0: Crackin' Furfies talk about
1: anything that we don't talk about under a certain red plumber's roof And there's also other perks and goodies over there so check out the link in the show notes below if that interests you
0: hell yeah
1: who said that? <laughs> <laughs> who's in the house? I don't hear that. <laughs> anyway, Bryce, Nintendo Jukebox this week is a Dragon Quest remix. It Beautiful. is by Yuxi uh Yachida on SoundCloud. Oh, God, I can't I can't read names for shit. You you just can't read Japanese names. Yeah, I can't read Jap I'm sorry, like you know, I do we do a bloody Nintendo on I'm not doing Nintendo, I can't talk either. We do a Nintendo on a podcast. Yeah, we do a Nintendo <laughs> on a podcast and I can't read Japanese names. Just it needs to be something I need to work on. Anyway, so <laughs> Dragon Quest Fighting Spirit remix. It's good. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> if you if you enjoy the uh, the remix, click over and check out his stuff on SoundCloud and give him a like and a follow and all that fun stuff. Hell yes. Anyway, until next week, we will see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile.
0: You Don't forget your dunny paper.
1: No. That that would be bad.